Welcome back to Inside the Park from Babson Park. I'm Jonathan Liskov, and today I have an interview I'm super excited about, and follows up a previous interview I had the chance to conduct for Inside the Park. For the eighth episode of my podcast, I spoke to Matt Walsh, former professional baseball player in the New York Yankees organization and current entrepreneur at JM Baseball Academy. Outside of his work for baseball teams over at Plymouth North High School and Franklin Pierce University, Matt is working hard to build his baseball academy from the ground up and give back to the community that helped him win two state championships. We got to talk about some of the great topics in his life, including the Cape Cod League, uh, where he played for the Wareham Gateman, as well as um, some other topics having to do with baseball and baseball operations. Um, so without further ado, here's Matty Walsh in our conversation. Today, I am joined by 2018 Plymouth Athletic Hall of Famer, two-time state champ at Plymouth North High School, league MVP, Boston Globe Player of the Year as a senior, two-time NE10 All-Star at Franklin Pierce, current assistant coach at Plymouth North High School, former professional for the New York Yankees, and now an aspiring entrepreneur at J&M Academy, his own baseball academy, Matt Walsh. Matt, thanks for joining me today, man. Thanks for having me, Liskey. I can't be more happy to be on here. I'm super excited to get the chance to talk to you. I mean, uh, you and Joe, I talked to Joe on, I think, the second episode of my podcast, and you guys were uh, there at Plymouth North when I was there. I played summer ball for uh, Joey this summer, and you were around. So to get to talk to you uh, uh, behind the scenes a little bit about your time, not only on the field, but now you guys are getting into entrepreneurship off the field, um, it's fantastic, and I love seeing that side of you guys. Um, So I'm super excited to ask you some questions. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. So I like to go in order, just like I told you a little bit before we started. I like to start at the beginning and work your way to the end. So I remember hearing about uh, Matt Walsh, the catcher, even when I was just growing up in Little League. I was getting I was getting into baseball, and like you were the guy. You started as a freshman, uh, your freshman year at catcher. During your time at Plymouth North, do you remember what it was like starting as a freshman and then going through four years? How did that develop you as both a baseball player? and as a leader as of that team and just in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, at first it all just came so fast, you know. Um, you're at a young age. I mean, I think I was 14, 15 years old. And, you know, when you're in seventh, eighth grade, you just can't wait to get up on that varsity field, you know. And, like, we grew up in Plymouth. Uh, Plymouth, we like to call it baseball town, you know. And, uh you go to the games growing up, you're just like, oh, I can't wait to get up there. I can't wait to, can't wait to play for the, the Eagles, you know. And um, it came so quick for me because eighth grade, like, you know, I was starting to really grow into my body. Uh, I was starting to really progress as a player, and I really started to focus on catching. So that's where I kind of knew, like, okay, like, this is my fitting here. But I never really knew how good I was until – I got up there and I just started playing, you know. Um, first day of tryouts comes and Coach Follett calls me up and I'm working with the catchers. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. And then it was just a blur. Like, your, my first high school experience is a 26-0 and um, state championship, number seven in the country, right? That goes into high school my first year. My expectations from there on out were – okay, state title every year, let's do this, you know. And um, I was on top of the world, you know. Um, I had played with some of my best friends, Jordan Wiley, Joey Flynn. I mean, Joey Flynn 
pretty much did it all that year. Um, every year he was there, obviously. And then Tommy McGinnis, um, just the list goes on and on, you know. And um, But the the biggest thing is, like, you learn from them at such a young age, and it became easy to know what was expected there. At, um, and it made it easier to be a leader, you know. And then um, from there on out, I was named captain as a sophomore. But that's because, you know, I, I was best friends with Joey, and uh, he took me under his wing. I mean, I'm a freshman. He's a junior at the time. You know, it was easy for me to learn what was going on because Joey pretty much paved the path for me. And um, I couldn't be more thankful for what Joey has done for me, um, seeing how I followed him in the high school and then on to Franklin Pierce and it was the same thing there. You know, he took me right under his wing and I made me feel at home. So all of that leadership stuff goes right to uh, funny and I couldn't be more thankful. I think uh, I experienced a little bit of that this summer with uh, Flinny where he's just the kind of guy that he wants to see you just be the best you can be. And um, we're not going to do a case Flinny pod, but I can see where you're coming <laughs> from. And Absolutely. I, I really have enjoyed the the dynamic duo that you two have created because it really did start and it has started at Plymouth North and now you guys are opening up a business together. I mean, that's a big deal. You guys got a lot of a lot of money in that. You guys got a lot of your time in that. So to see that friendship and that that uh, duo kind of grow and sprout and prosper is awesome. Yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you. So from Plymouth North, two-time state champ. Uh, you got the opportunity to play baseball at Franklin Pierce. Uh, you mentioned Joey was there as well. And my question for you would be, what was the jump like from being that two-time state champ? You said, like, you feel like you're on top of the world. You're going to win four state titles. From going from Plymouth North to now competing for a college World Series title, how different in that is that? And what's that experience like uh, for a college player? Yeah, so, I mean, at the time when I was going to Franklin Pierce, like, that was the school. Um, the year before I went there, they went to the World Series, made a run at the national title. So going in, I'm saying, okay, I, I got a roster of 40 guys instead of, you know, at North, like, it's that typical. You got your starting nine and a few other pitchers. Like, first appearance, a roster of 40, and, like, there's 25 pitchers. You know, it's it's a roster. Um so I'm thinking at 18 years old, okay, I need I need to really prove myself. I need to get in there and um, be on my game every day. And then the biggest difference is uh, you get in there in the fall. We're not used to a high school fall. You know, I, I was used to playing football. Um, you get in there day one, first day on campus, you're getting all your, your uh, tests done with the trainer, getting cleared by the trainer. Once you get cleared by the trainer, the next day you're on the field. Um, and it's full blast. Like you're not, no one's waiting around for you to catch up. You know, um, you gotta learn on the, learn, you know, right away. There's no, uh, especially as a catcher, man. You know, you're running the show. But I had a, so I was having calls with my coach like nightly about going over stuff, and um, it was just, it was just like a whirlwind at first. And then it comes to a point where you just gotta step back and be like, all right, this is what, this is what it's all about. And um, the biggest change in season was at 20, 20 games, that's your high school season. 20 games in the college is like a quarter of the way through your games. Yeah, you're just getting started. Yeah, you're just getting started. I don't know how to take care of my body as a freshman, you know. Like, I'm used to 20 games, and that's it. And I'm like, 
okay, I got a marathon, you know. But other than that, there's nothing like competing for a national title, um, especially at college, like you said before. Like, I'm sure you and, you and your friends, like your college friends, you're gonna be friends with forever, man. And um, it's just like down on the baseball team, you know. It's like it's a brotherhood. Um, and I still talk to those guys today about those runs we won on, and it's the best time of your life. I had the opportunity to uh, catch some bullpens this fall for the Babson Varsity baseball team. I reached out to the coach. I told him I wanted to help out a little bit. And like you said, it's, it's totally different than high school in the sense that it's the first time any of these dudes have woke up, whether it be December or it be the middle of July, and that's it's baseball. I mean, you don't have yeah. time for any really anything else athletically. I mean, academics, of course, but um, what, right. what you I really saw that firsthand this fall is that they really they really do do baseball all year. Yep, it's year round. Everyone says like the difference between uh, high school and college is more of a job now. You know, mm-hmm. um, you're expected to do stuff because that coach doesn't care because he's getting paid. That's his that's his livelihood. You know, so uh, you need to be ready to go. So that's absolutely. And sticking in college, but a little bit of a different spin. Anytime I have the opportunity to have a former Cape Cod League player on the podcast, I'm definitely going to ask about that. Uh, you know yep. I'm possibly going to have the opportunity to do an internship in Chatham, providing the pandemic and everything goes smoothly, and the Cape yep. Cod League season rolls on. So I'm really getting excited for that. So I want to ask you a little bit about that. I want to hear a little bit about some of the special memories from the Cape Cod. I, I don't really have too much of a direction with this question just because I could ask so much about the Cape yeah. Cod League. So I'm just going to leave it at, like, give me something where someone hit a baseball and you're like, oh, my, I've never heard or seen anything like that. Just something around yeah. those lines. So, yeah, I mean, uh, so my freshman year I went there and um, I played. I was a little dinged up. I mean, after my first year of college, but uh, the team was loaded. Um, you got Nick Rumble from LSU pitching the big leagues. You got Tyler Horan, who ended up setting the record for home runs that year. Kyle Schwarber, who we all know played for the Cubs, won a World Series. Um, you know, Daniel Palka. Just the names go on and on. And like at the time when I got there, I was like, oh, this is gonna be, this is this is baseball, right? And you don't really get the chance to step back and like. Like okay, you know this guy's gonna be a big leaguer, and what he's gonna do here is gonna be unbelievable. You don't you're not thinking that because you're so going at it 100, percent you know. But um, but the, the biggest thing now is like looking back and like you see Kyle Schwarber playing in the big leagues. Um, great kid. Like all I hung out with him a lot, and he's just another guy. You know what I mean? Everyone is to like, jump on this out of the other. I mean he he was like an all American kid. Um, and then, um, but the biggest, um, my biggest experience and memory is winning. We won the Cape, uh, league title that year. In, uh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You guys, I didn't know. Yeah. How did I not know that you guys won the <laughs> Cape league title that year? That yeah, is incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was one of the craziest runs like ever. I mean, it was just something you can't even, you can't even put words to it. You know what I mean? It's just like. That team was so fun to be around, and waking up, going to play in the Cape League every like every day of the summer, and winning a title and having a ring now to look back on is just it's it's unbelievable. That's incredible. And like, yeah, and the, the biggest thing I want you to like 
I'm so happy you're going there. You're going to learn so much about the game, man. And, like, really don't be afraid to approach people. Everyone's there for the same reason you are, you know. You're trying to get somewhere and, like, so are the players. Don't be afraid to pick their brains about anything. Um, Don't be afraid to pick the front office brains either. I mean, it's it's your time to shine down there and just have fun, you know. Yeah, and I really appreciate you saying that because – um, I, I feel like that really is something that I am going to build up the courage to do starting right now in January. It's just I got to – and part of the reason that I do a show like this, which is, I mean, obviously I'm not big time. I probably get 30 people, my parents, a couple others listening to this show. Um, the reason I do it is to get in the habit and get used to asking questions and listening and kind of thinking about people like – putting together a little portfolio for you, seeing where I kind of want the interview to go, kind of just conversation, stuff like that is kind of where I'm going with this podcast. And that's something that I want to take into the Cape this summer where I can really ask those tough questions. And like you said, everyone's kind of on the same direction. So hopefully I get to pick a lot of people's brains, whether they be in the front office or a dude from Clemson. But before I ask you another question, I do have just a side little quick one. Does anyone in that Cape League, are they sitting on that bench? Does anyone know or, like, really can you tell if someone thinks they're going to be a big leaguer? Uh, yeah, I mean, you had an idea. Um, because the thing is some people just go about their business different. Um, after, like, being around the guys for a week or two, you'll know. Um, mm. Just Some guys handle their business like a job, you know, and then some other guys are there just to be there, you know, um, and you're going to be able to tell right away. Um, the guys that are always there hours before the game, getting early work with the coaches or the guy that's out, out in the infield taking 100 ground balls pregame before BP even starts, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to see a different whole side of the game that isn't just when those lights come on. You're going to see – the the background stuff, which is mm. like, which that's a fun part. I love that. Yeah, which that's right up your alley. I know how you work, you know, and you're gonna you're gonna be there, to see all that. And a lot of people just think these kids go to the beach. They're on the Cape Cod. They're going to the beach, going out, doing this, that, and the other. No, like, like our coaches used to tell us, you're there for a job interview, right? And like you're gonna be doing the same thing on your your end of the baseball game, which is. You know, there's a few ends to the baseball world, so um, it's going to be an awesome experience for you. I'm really happy. Thank you. I'm super excited, but I want, I do want, definitely want to get back to asking you some questions about yep. yourself a little bit, and I want to kind of go in the direction of professional baseball real quickly. So, you know I'm a Yankee fan, and I, I wear yep. the pinstripes when I can. So you had the opportunity to put on the pinstripes for the New York Yankees, and or uh, affiliate for the New York Yankees, but nonetheless, what yep. was you, what was it like putting on those pinstripes from one? Uh, so are you you're a Red Sox fan? Was yeah, was until so how how does that that's got to feel a little bit? And then not only that, but as a lifelong player to kind of like even reach that point, like how what does that feel like for you? Like that accumulation must be incredible. Absolutely. Um, I mean, obviously my goal is to get drafted. That didn't happen, and um. You know, I got the call about three days after the draft. Hey, will you sign? Will you, will you fly down tomorrow to work out? Um, we want to take a look at you behind the dish. 
Uh, yep, no problem. All right, flight's at 5 a.m. Okay, so I get off the phone. I'm scrambling at this point, you know. I'm uh, just still hasn't signed me yet, so I work out. They say, yep, you're going to get signed. Um, and this, like, at that time, it was just unbelievable, you know, because, like, no matter what happened before then, like, draft, whatever, it all went away, you know. Um, and to, the New York Yankees are state-of-the-art. Um, I know you hear it all the time, like, Derek Jeter is unreal, all-American guy. He is. I mean, everything about the New York Yankees was – high-end professional um like you go to our when we reported the spring training our facilities are state-of-the-art they got everything there for you to be good um you go to other other spring trainings and it's just not the same um you know it's just it's just a different world um and it's at that point it's your job you know um day in and day out you get to the field on in, in season and Pulaski, you get to the field around 12, you're not leaving until 12 midnight. You know, it's it's but it's everything you dream about doing. And, like, the New York Yankees, I couldn't speak more highly of them. The biggest thing, though, when I got there was, oh, the Boston kids, you know, I got that a lot. But it was yeah. all joking, man. And, um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a great time, unbelievable experience. I mean, try getting that for 18 years in a not joking way. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not fu- not fun. Yep, no, and not like, fun. When I was uh, I was obviously away in Pulaski, Virginia, and obviously my family's wearing all the Yankees gear now, you know. So yeah, my dad, my dad, and my brother would go to the the sub shop in there, getting oh you you wearing Yankee stuff. Yep, well. It is what it is. My son plays for him now, so he's in the organization. So, and then it changes real quick. But, um, yeah, it's being from Plymouth, and the Yankees, as you know, is very, very uh, different, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it is fun, but the fact that they they can't win, and it sucks. All right, we're not going to talk about that. But, 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 <laughs> I do – do want to round out this interview, and before I finish up, I got two questions for you about J and M. I again want to thank you for coming on, speaking to me a little bit. I know you're super busy and your schedule is tight, so oh. I appreciate the time. But the first question I have for you is: so you're over at uh, J and M. That's you and Joey. We talked about that a little bit. You guys are doing baseball academy. So I want to hear yep. first just a little bit about that baseball academy. Kind of describe it for me. Give me give me the lowdown about what you guys are doing, and then two sub questions. The first is going to be, when did you decide that you wanted to get into entrepreneurship, get into the idea of doing your own thing for uh, the next generation? And then secondly, what are your goals with this academy and what do you hope it kind of blossoms into and turns into? Yeah. So, I, as you know, as we talked about, Coach at Franco Pierce the last two seasons um, as a recruiting coordinator and um, associate head coach, pandemic comes around i said okay this is getting a little hairy um season gets canceled i come home start working for my father um me and funny have always talked about running a program um not many people know about that but we've always talked about running a program giving back to the people of plymouth and surrounding towns you know like a lot of people did a lot for us and it's time for us to give back so when i came home i started doing lessons i saw you at the field a lot 
obviously. And, um, you know, giving lessons here and there, and then one lesson turns into, you know, three months of lessons, and then I'm there four or five times a week. So I was like, 20, like, let's, let's sit down and talk. And uh, one thing led to another. I felt bad for these uh, high school kids. I mean, you know, Zemo, all those guys, losing a year of high school baseball. I mean, me and you got through high school without losing a year, you know. Um, I couldn't imagine having that. I, and then you put in the recruiting process on top of it. So me and Fleming put our heads together. We said, all right, let's start a fall ball team. We were like, all right, what do we name it? What do we name it? That was the hardest thing, <laughs> name of the program. So we just said, hey, let's just name it J&M Baseball. So we do that, and then we fill up the team pretty quick, you know. Um, that team was absolutely loaded, too. It was, it was a fun group to be around, as you know. Um, and one thing led to another. We, we have so many kids trying to get involved that we have a second team for fall ball. And then um, – now, that's all we were planning on doing. So, come the end of the year, we reevaluate, obviously, and then now we have two teams again, and now we're to the point where we just had our last meeting, and we're going to really ramp it up next year. Um, next year, we hope to be in our own facility and all that stuff, and it's time to grow. But the biggest piece is, like, about getting the right people involved in your program. I know we've talked to you several times. Like, you always have an open-door invite to be with us. Um, but, like, David Murphy, um, Kenny Drew, local people around, you know, um, the help is the biggest thing. Because, like, if you get bad help, that's bad press, you know. Um, mm. Word of mouth travels, you know. It travels around, and that's the last thing you need. So, um, we knew we were getting into a lot, but, like, this is what we're here for. Like we, we're baseball junkies. You know what I mean. Um, this is everything we love. Uh, and our biggest thing is we just want to give back. It's not, we're not in this for anything else other than to give back and help kids get recruited into the college levels. You know, I want to go. I want to see plenty of kids go on and just get a great education and play baseball as far as they can take them. You know, and that's the biggest thing. Like that's what makes me and Funny happy at night. Like is getting guys an opportunity to go play and get a great education. Yeah, you guys are give, do, definitely doing that. You guys are giving people not only an opportunity to play and an education, but teaching them how to be baseball players, teaching them how to be college baseball players, and teaching them how to be men, which from what I exactly. hear about in the industry, uh, for baseball players, that's, that's equally important in a coach, and you guys are definitely doing that. I can say that firsthand, being coached by both of you, uh, kind of following your lead. You guys are teaching you, your players how to respect the game, respect themselves, respect each other, uh, be great teammates. So that's equally half the battle if you can get them in there, teach them how to be college, teach them how to be college players and be the, the men that they should be. Absolutely. Um, so, Maddie, I want to thank you again for coming on the show today. Um, I really, really do appreciate that invite to with J&M. And as as Joey knows, and as I'm about to tell you, I really do uh, want to help you guys any way I can get involved, whether that be doing uh, financial stuff or whatever you guys need from me. Absolutely. Uh, I'll be here to help you. And not only that, um, something that I actually thought of when you were saying that, I forgot to ask, but are you guys going to be thinking at all about investing in the, the driveline Rapsodo kind of stuff? Yeah, so that's been like the biggest thing. Um, 
once we get our own facility, we're going to start really uh, going into the baseball ops of things, too. Because why? Because that's what baseball is coming, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's all about the numbers. It's all about the spin rate. It's all about the launch. It's all about all that, right? So it's just going to make our job easier to sell a kid to a program. Not sell. I shouldn't say that. It's it's going to make our job easier to get to prove to a program that this guy fits, you know. And I'm sure you have you worked with that stuff yet? I have not, but I have done a little bit about uh, trying to get into it, and I'm sure this summer I'm going to be getting a little bit more familiar yeah. with it. That's that's the side that a lot of people don't understand yet. And, like, if you can get ahead on that, you're going to be golden. So I'm sure you will see a lot of that this summer. And, um, like I said, attack that, you know, don't. Don't just – if you don't understand something, ask your coach, you know. Those guys are all looking to help. So um, we will definitely be investing in um, that side of the game as well, which will help these guys yeah. as well. Absolutely, and I'm I'm super excited for that. And I would like to definitely help out with that as well because, like you said, that's, that's huge. I want to go into baseball operations, work in a baseball front office. And if you haven't used that technology, I mean, you don't, you don't stand a chance. Right. Exactly. You have to you have to adjust with the game, you know, because the game doesn't stop for nobody. So, so nope, it's going to keep moving. And yeah. as as you guys can see, anyone who listens to this and yourself, you clearly are moving in the right direction. Maddie, thank you so much for speaking with me tonight, and um, I'm gonna I'm excited to listen to this back and put an intro to it and get it out there so people can hear it. Always, buddy. Thank you for having me on. Have a good night, man. You too. Again, I would like to thank Matt for his time and speaking with me for the show. It was awesome to hear of all the things that he's doing here about his journey and hear him encouraging me and advising me going forward. It always feels really good to have people like Matt in my corner rooting for me as well as helping me along the way. I have always enjoyed playing for Maddie as a player, and I can't wait to see what he does over at J&M, and hopefully he lets me help. I am looking forward to keep keeping these amazing interviews going, and I have had a big recording uh, scheduled for Monday. Uh, so if anyone has any suggestions on people they'd like to hear from or uh, any kind of topics you'd like me to cover, please let me know. I'm open to talking with anyone, talking about anything. Um, the whole idea of this podcast is to get me talking to new people, asking questions, uh, exploring new subjects. And things like that. So um, if anyone has any feedback, let me know. And um, that's all for today on Inside the Park. And I'm Jonathan Liskov. And I'd like to thank you for listening.